You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. You know, I'm on a super tight schedule today. Last night when I was laying in bed, I made like a list of everything that I needed to do, um, ordered it by, you know, most important at the top and then least important at the bottom. And I was supposed to start this podcast 10 minutes ago, actually really 30 minutes ago. But you know what I was just doing for the past, I don't know, 10 to 15? Playing hide and seek with Chuck. I literally had to tell myself, stop doing this. I know it's adorable, but you have shit to do. I was hiding around the corners and then Chuck would come prancing down the hallway and do his little half purr, half like Oh my God, embarrassing. I'm meowing on this podcast. I'm not even a minute in yet. Hi, welcome back to episode six of the What the Chuck podcast with Megan Rage. You know, when I first started this podcast, it was just called the What the Chuck podcast, which is the name of um, the Instagram page that I started. But then I, so stupid. I didn't even think to look on like Apple for another podcast called What the Chuck. So when I went to go make it, there was already a podcast called What the Chuck, which is why I changed it from What the Chuck podcast to What the Chuck with Megan Rage. Well, initially when I first started this podcast, when I just had one episode up, you had to type in What the Chuck with Megan Rage in order for it to come up. Um, the, the What the Chuck podcast, the one that's not mine, hasn't posted anything since like, I don't know, 2017. Their logo is super janky. I wish they would just get off the platform to make my life easier. Um, But now if you type in What the Chuck podcast, theirs will pop up and mine will pop up. But it was a big cluster in the beginning because the stickers that I got, you know, the small ass two by two stickers, you can see the What the Chuck podcast really well. And the With Megan Rage is very teeny tiny. You need a microscope to see it. Um, But now I don't really think it makes a difference. I don't even know why or how I started talking about this. Hi, welcome to episode six. Did I already say that? Pretty sure I did. Oh God, get my mind right. So yeah, I had a ton of stuff to do today. Um, You know, I need to do my regular every other Tuesday transferring of my unemployment into my regular bank account. I needed to take our car in because um, they still had to do something to it. Um... So I just scheduled it for today. Went from a Range Rover to a RAV4 real fucking quick. Um, Hopefully it doesn't take too long because I'm still in the honeymoon phase with the car. And now, um, you know, it's gone. Um, I need to go sign up for a gym membership down the street. Just something I can pop into on my free time. Brett left his debit card somewhere over the weekend. I had to go pick it up. Anyways. I got a lot of shit to do today. I'm getting a wax today um, because I've got a mustache and my eyebrows. I'm looking like Miss Trunchable from Matilda. It's rough. So I'm running around. Actually, I just looked at the clock. I really shouldn't have started recording this right now. Okay, little too late for that. When I was just driving home from running a couple, half of my errands, I was on Watt Avenue and there was a a Suburban in front of me, like like a forest green Suburban, a handicap license plate, um, you know, placard in the front of the car. The people driving it looked like they were on meth. And on the back, there was a huge sticker on the back of the car, like that took up the mirror or the window that said, want to boost your IG followers? Get 50,000 right away. And then it gave you like a website. I'm like, who the fuck is going to see you driving? Look at this car with this faded ass sticker and go to that website. Like you're for sure ripping people off. They probably put in their details and then I don't, God knows what happens, but 
Um, yeah, driving around the American River Drive area, you know, those teenagers that go to Rio, they're probably like, oh my God, I could get 50,000 Instagram followers by just putting my social security number into this website. Jesus criminy. I did think about though, you guys, some people sent me some really good suggestions for the custom license plate. I think, um, there's actually one person that sent me a really good one this morning. I'm going to test it out. I haven't done that yet, but I was also thinking, you know how I said I didn't want a new license plate frame. Cause I don't know, license plate frames, like something I would have done before, but I just, I don't know, but I want to find a way to like put my podcast somewhere on the car. Is that cheesy? I just need to get my podcast out there, people. I need to do something so that people driving will see it and and maybe go to it. I guess a license plate frame isn't going to do that. I need some I need some good ideas. I did a promoted ad on my Instagram page and I got some some new listeners. I feel like some people DM'd me and said that they found my podcast through my promoted post, which is good. But um I'm just trying to do anything to get my freaking podcast out there, which is the reason I booked Carol Baskin. Killed her, husband, whacked him. You can't convince me that it didn't happen. Don't remember the next words. What's happening? Anyways, okay, it's time for the Carol Baskin story. My first episode of this podcast, I talked about how I wanted to get someone on Cameo book them and promote my podcast. If you don't know what Cameo is, there is thousands of celebrities on Cameo. They set a price, you book them, you type in if, or you you select whether this Cameo is for yourself or you're giving it to someone. And then you can select different categories. Like, is it someone's birthday? Is this an announcement? Is this a gift? Um, is it just, um, you know, miscellaneous other so when I first started the podcast, I thought about maybe doing Farrah from Teen Mom because she has me blocked on every platform of social media. I thought about doing Bob Saget, obviously, because I was obsessed with Bob Saget for so many years um, and I had that blog. So I was thinking about doing Bob Saget, but he was $300. And like, I just cannot bring myself to pay $300 for something like that, you know? Especially because I met Bob Saget once and he was kind of a dick. I was obsessed with him. Oh, that's a story for another day. Hold on. Let me write that down. Bob Saget story. Bob, maybe we'll do that next week because that's a that's a real long one. Bob Saget story. Saving it in my notes. Okay, so I was going to do Bob Saget, but um, like I said, couldn't bring myself to spend $300. So I just kind of had my eye on Cameo. So last week I get, I'm cleaning out my emails and I get an email saying Carol Baskin now on Cameo. And I was like, no fucking way. This would be perfect. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Like not only could I use it to promote my podcast, but also I could use that soundbite in my spin of the week that I do with Front Street. I could use it on this podcast. The possibilities are endless. So I click on it to see how much it is. I was kind of bracing myself because I thought it was going to be a lot. Um, I clicked on it and it was $149. And I was like, damn, that's a lot of money. But literally, this would be the most perfect cameo ever. So I consulted with a couple of my friends who all said it was a great idea. And then I remembered that I had a coupon code for cameo for like, I don't know, 10 or 15% off. So... I booked it for myself, wrote in the, I saw in the example videos, she had done three videos so far. And I saw that she always starts it out with, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. So you only get 250 characters to tell them like what you want them to talk about. So I didn't include that. I just assumed she was going to do it. 
I wrote in, like, my name's Megan Rage. I have a three-legged cat named Chuck. He's the mascot of my life. Also, my podcast. My podcast is called What the Chuck with Megan Rage. Can you, a new episode out every Wednesday, can you just promote that? So I sent it in. I pulled the trigger without consulting with Brett, with really out much thought, because I knew that people were going to book her and her price was going to go up. Demand was going to drive that price right up. I thought that $149 with my coupon code a little bit less than that was the best I was going to get. So I sent it. I booked it. Here I was the last episode saying, I'm not made out of money. I can't afford to buy more stickers. And I'm dropping a hundred and something dollars on a Carol Baskin cameo. So um, I submitted it. I was a little bit worried because I knew, I know that Carol Baskin has some sort of podcast or vlog or something. And so I was worried that she might not, not that I'm competing with Carol Baskin by any means. God, I think like 130 people listened to my most recent episode. Um, so it's not like I think I'm competing with her, but I just wasn't sure. You know, she seems to be real finicky about things. So I was like, oh, what if she denies it? And then I thought, well, if she denies it, it wasn't, it just wasn't meant to be. So last Thursday, my dad had been at the hospital in San Francisco for a week. We went and picked him up, drove him back. And I've been going over there every day to, you know, just visit with him, sit with him because he's, you know, recovering. Um, And I'm pulling up to his house and I've been trying to be very present when I'm there. Like I'm trying to, um, his jaws wired shut. So he can't really do much talking, but you know, I'm not normally when I go there, I'm hanging out on the couch and watching TV. I'm like on my phone. I've been trying to just like put my phone down, talk to my stepmom, talk to my dad, be super present in the conversation. Of course I pull up to my dad's house and I get a text. Your cameo is ready. Oh my God. Freaking the F out. So I watch it. It couldn't be more perfect. She says she has like a saber tooth tiger. I know that's not a real thing, but she's like, I have a cerebral. I think that's what she said. Cerebral tiger that has three legs. And also my brother's name is Chuck. If you haven't seen my Carol Baskin cameo, you can see it on the podcast Instagram at what the Chuck podcast on Instagram. It's also on my personal, but that's where you can find it. Um, This It's 41 seconds. It is literally perfect. The only thing that's not perfect about it is the quality is bad. Like it's grainy. Where did you shoot this video, Carol? From Joe Exotic's prison cell? Because it sure fucking looks like it. I couldn't, I wanted to do a promoted post with it. So it would pop up in people's feeds and it would drive them to my Instagram, therefore driving them to my podcast. The Instagram literally said the quality of this picture is too low, so I can't do a promoted post. I'm like, hi, Carol, get your shit together. You don't have good enough Wi-Fi? What's the deal? How come my my video is hella grainy? So I put the video, the Carol Baskin cameo, on Instagram, both my personal and my podcast page. I put it on my Facebook accounts. I put it on Twitter. I put it on my TikTok. I literally put it everywhere and it did exactly what I wanted it to do people were tagging their friends um, people were sharing it uh, people were dming me messaging me good day sacramento reached out to me and said they wanted to do a zoom call I mean I had to tell I wasn't just gonna go on there and you know it, I, I think they maybe thought Carol Baskin was my friend when in all reality anyone could get this same custom video done um So I was super transparent with them. But it amazes me. I would say 80% of the people that left comments did not know how I pulled that off. So I did cut the cameo out of the bottom of the video. Well, Instagram just cropped it that way. So some people 
I wasn't trying to hide the fact that I got it from Cameo. And some people were commenting like, oh, nice Cameo, as if to like try to bust me out. But I was in no way trying to hide the fact that I paid for this, that anyone could go get a custom video from Carol Baskin. But it did surprise me how many people don't know about Cameo. And people were like, how the fuck did you pull this off? Which was hilarious. Um, but I just love that everyone was sharing it. Everyone was reposting it. I got the reaction that I wanted. And I feel like I did see a spike in numbers on my podcast after I posted that people were like okay what the fuck is this podcast all about I don't know else I don't know how else to drive people to my podcast I can't be buying uh cameos every other week all right not only is it desperate but I can't afford it I don't have a job hi um but I feel like that did a good job and like I said I'm gonna I'm gonna to continue to use those the audio from that cameo um to push this podcast. I mean, it's just crazy. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, make sure you're listening to the Let the Chuck podcast. It's just fucking crazy. I cannot believe that Carol Baskin was even speaking my name um, and my podcast name and Chuck's name. It's all just insane. But that brings me to Twitter and what happened on Twitter once I posted the Carol Baskin video. Twitter has become my favorite platform of social media. I feel like that's where you could get your news the fastest. People are funny, witty, um, it really challenges me to shorten up what I want to say because I'm extremely wordy. But for some reason, sometimes when it comes to important shit, I forget to post on there. So um, when it was Saturday morning, I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't post my Carol Baskin video. Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. <coughs> Oh, God, of course doing that would make me cough. Why wouldn't it? Update on my cough. Still exactly the same. Okay, so I was like, fuck, I didn't post it on Twitter. So I pull it up. I post it. So there's this guy, short Radio Shorty. Now, it's not my Shorty. It's not Shorty with an E. I love him. He is one of my dearest friends. He said that he was dead at this promotion. Like, he loved it. This guy spelled Shorty with a Y. Shorty on B93.7. Um, he tweeted at me and by the way this guy I feel like every once in a while tweets some like hella aggro like what why are you in my mentions move on if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all so he tweets me and said you paid and then he tagged cameo for a murderer to plug your podcast then he sent another tweet saying and it was $200 with all the wide eye emojis. Like I said, let me reiterate. I do not give a shit that people know that this is a cameo. I mean, some of you did, some of you didn't. I'm not trying to hide the fact that I paid for this. This guy's tone was just like, I didn't like the vibe, okay? I've been having really bad anxiety lately. I did not like the vibe of that tweet. So I hid both of his replies. When I did that, it automatically blocked him. It either automatically blocked him or when I was hitting like the confirmation of hiding hiding the, the tweets, I, I may have blocked him on accident. So then I went to go message him, which I realized that he was blocked. So I was like, oh shit, I must have done something wrong and, and blocked him during hiding his tweets. So I went and unblocked him and then I sent him a message and I said, um, I hid your tweets because I felt like they were aggressive. Also, I didn't pay $200. 
Not that it's any of his business, but I just felt like I needed to like defend myself. So he responded with, wow, a straight up unfollow and delete of my tweets. Guess sarcasm isn't spoken in California with again, the wide eyed fucking emoji. And I'm fired up for some reason. Like I'm just, like I said, I've been on edge lately and I am not the one. The day before this happened, this guy cut me off in the Costco parking lot and I, it took every ounce in my body to not shove my cart directly into the driver's side door but instead I yelled way to fucking stop right in front of me you dickwad dick I think that's what this episode's going to be titled dickwad uh, maybe not because then you might not share it if it says dickwad in your family yeah actually it's going to be called dickwad okay welcome to episode six dickwad um I'm not the one okay I am not the one I will come for you just as hard as you come for me so I wrote back I didn't read sarcasm anywhere. Also, didn't mean to unfollow. I blocked you by accident when I hid the replies. Normally, sarcasm is a little funnier than that, bro. I did end up blocking him. And then someone messaged me and said that he tweeted about me again. So I fucking had to unblock him. So back and forth. This was the tweet that he tweeted. All right. Oh, hi, Chuck. What are you doing? Are you watching me do my podcast? Normally I have the door shut when I do my podcast because Brett's downstairs watching TV and working. But today I have the door open and it looks like Chuck wants to be involved in the What the Chuck podcast. Hi, little fluffy babe. What you doing? Hi, you're so cute. Anyways, so this guy tweeted, all radio DJs are now doing podcasts because they think they can. Some are absolutely horrible. Tip, get me hooked, all caps, right away. Sorry, Chuck. From the first second the audio starts, I don't give a shit about your 30-second jingle from your voice guy friend. All right, that was about me because I have a jingle. The first thing that I talked about was the jingle and how I, you know, wasn't a friend, but I paid a voice guy. Um, Also, dick. So I tweeted at him and I said, oh, is this sarcasm too? With a little like emoji, like shh shoulder shrug this fool replies back and says oh what are you a stalker now it seems like a lot of work to block me and then unblock me to um reply to a tweet that has nothing to do with you oh really bro it has you were just feuding with me on twitter you went to my podcast and then you tweeted about me don't he said it's advice a hundred percent advice has nothing to do with you called me a fucking stalker me Me? I'm the stalker? You're the one that just went out of your way to go listen to my podcast to then tweet about how, quote, horrible it is and how I didn't hook you right away. I'm sorry, bro. What market are you in? Bumfuck fucking nowhere? Let me just tell you guys, there are two types of radio people. There are radio people that literally have no life outside of radio. Radio is what makes them who they are. No one would give them the time of fucking day if they weren't in radio. But they have all these creepy P1 is what we call them listeners listeners that listen all the time know everything about their lives and that is where this dickwad gets all of his attention why the fuck are you spending time trolling me on the 4th of july when you're in a different time zone it was like noon here shouldn't you be doing something with your friends oh wait you probably don't have any get do not come for me because i will come for you harder all right bye blocked him again And then there's other radio people like me that have friends and have a life and aren't like sitting on Twitter on the 4th of July by myself doing fucking nothing, trolling another radio person saying their podcast isn't good. Cool, dude. Have you seen your have you seen your fucking social media pages? Embarrassing. Who does your graphics? 
Seriously, some of the lo- the banners on his Facebook page, literally, I could stick a pen in my butt cheeks and draw a better graphic than the one that he has up. Do not come for me. I blocked him again. Want nothing to do with him. He is a waste of my, let me, let's check my heart rate right now. Apple Watch. Woo! My heart rate's at 84 right now. <laughs> I can feel it going. Yeah, I don't even, I, I didn't look up what radio station he, I don't know what B, there's a million B93.7s. I think he's in like, I don't know. Someone looked him up, one of my radio friends and said like, this fool always chimes. I got so many messages saying that, that guy, cause I posted the screenshot on my Instagram of what he said about the podcast, um, critiquing it because yeah, we should all be taking advice from that fucking douchebag. Um, I posted the screenshot of it and so many people were like, God, there's a group called radio peeps on Facebook. It's like private group and radio people are in it. And a few people were like, don't you always see him in the like Facebook group writing shit that no one cares about? And I'm like, no, I literally pay him zero attention and, uh, have never really noticed him besides the few tweets that he's tweeted directly at me that I've ignored. Um, through however long we've been following us or following each other on Twitter. But yeah, otherwise wasn't following him on Instagram, wasn't friends with him on Facebook, thank God. Um, but I blocked him on everything after all this happened just because I, I don't even want to see his face, his tiny little squinty glass four-eyed face ever again. But I'm also the queen of blocking people on Instagram. Like if someone starts following me and I think that they're fake, like, oh, some really like hot looking guy posted six pictures right off the bat, um, has nine followers, but is following 500 people, posted all the pictures on the same day. Yeah, you're getting blocked because you're fake. I, I block half the people that start following me. I do it all the time. I go through my followers sometimes and look at the people that are bots or look at people that are trying to spy and block them. Not that anyone has to create a fake profile to spy on me because my page is wide open. I don't post anything. Nothing's private. Everything's out there for everyone to see. But this fucking guy, I had to block him just because like, I don't need that. Like I said, I'm already on edge. I do not need this type of energy in my life. Get the fuck out of here critiquing my podcast. What? What are you doing with your life? Oh, wait, nothing. Don't be a dick and I would have been perfectly nice to you. Like respond and say, oh, sorry that you didn't catch that. I mean, it wasn't sarcastic. The way that he typed it. it... (sighs) Just talk to people with respect after I just got done cursing out for the past 10 minutes. Um, Okay, enough about that fucking guy. Let's talk about The Bachelorette for a second. Reality Steve, I love him and I hate him. I think about unfollowing him all the time because he always posts spoilers for The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Almost every season, I know what's going to happen at the end. Sometimes um, he does, I mean, he does say, you know, spoiler ahead, but I can't help myself. If it's right there, I have to read it. So the upcoming season, Claire Crawley, she's from Sacramento. She's been on The Bachelor before, Juan Pablo season, I believe. I didn't watch it back then, but I was really excited about her being The Bachelorette because number one, she's older. Number two, she's from Sacramento. So I was like, cool, there's going to be hometown dates in Sacramento. We're going to see a lot of the city. Now, they might still do stuff with her here, but Reality Steve got a hold of some information. They basically, Bachelorette or the Bachelor franchise, you know, whoever runs the show, um, blocked off weeks. I think it was three or four weeks at this hotel, really nice, fancy hotel uh, in Palm Springs. No one can book a room there during that amount of time after they're done filming and the rooms do open back up. I think these rooms go for like $2,700 a night. So it's a nice ass hotel. So apparently the whole Bachelorette season is going to be filmed at this hotel resort. So the deal is the guys, everyone's going to get tested for COVID. 
Then they have to quarantine at this hotel for two weeks and then filming starts. So that fucking sucks. I just feel like the whole season, the magic of the season is the traveling and the going on dates and having musical guests and getting to meet the families. I just feel like with everything, they should have postponed the season because I just don't know what kind of quality we're going to get this season when it's all being filmed in a hotel. Like those producers are going to have to work so hard to get the drama. I just don't see it being the best. And I really hope that they don't do this for um, Matt James's season as well. I hope things start to open up and they can have some sort of a normal season because I I don't know. I just don't have much hope. The one time Sacramento gets a bachelorette and it's all going to be filmed in Palm Springs in a hotel. Like, ah, that freaking sucks so bad. A lot of people are speculating that Claire is about to go um, quarantine at the hotel because she posted like some big lengthy like, I'm so ready for this journey. I'm not making fun of her. I'm just saying that's that's the tone of the post. Um, there is one thing, though, that I've been thinking about. Like, I really wish that I could get someone on this podcast that was like, you know, a big deal. And before when Claire was first announced, I was like, oh, there's no way I could get her on the podcast. Like, there's no fucking way. But I. I feel like because it's so shitty for her that it's being like filmed in these times and it's, I don't know, maybe there still will be a lot of hype on the season, but I'm really hoping that eventually I can get her on the podcast. That is fucking goals. I was going to slide into her DMs. I don't know if I should do it before. I mean, she's about to be quarantined for 14 days. So what do you guys think? Should I slide into her DMs like over the course of the next two weeks and be like, hey, I'm from Sacramento. I love you. I have a podcast. Do you think after you're all done, we could go on the podcast maybe? I don't even know if they're allowed to do that, but... I mean, it's worth a shot. Does someone know her? Can someone reach out for me? I would love you forever. Um, Britney Spears. Let's talk about Britney Spears for a second. I just want, I mean, I mean, that bitch is crazy. I feel so bad for her, though, because you can obviously tell that she ha- is on medication. I mean, someone has conservatorship over her. Her life is a mess. But those videos that she posts, I mean, yeah, they're funny to laugh at. But I was watching a TikTok the other day of someone um, defending Britney. And basically, they made some really good points. Um, they were just saying that she has no control over her life. She's constantly medicated. Um, she's always in a daze. I, I, I don't know the solution for that, but all I know is that like, it gives me anxiety watching her. Is it anyone else? I mean, and I love reading the comments underneath because people are just like roasting her and what's up with her rolling her, her shorts. I used to do that at cheer camp. She rolls them like 16 times. Someone needs to tell her that it's not 1997 anymore. Or I mean, 1997 to what, like 2004. I just can't stop thinking about her because I just want to know what a day in the life of Britney like entails. Like is someone forcing her to take medication? What the fuck is up with her boyfriend who literally never posts about her? I've never been like a huge Britney Spears fan. I just am fascinated by the rise and fall and like the the seemingly constant deterioration of her well-being. I mean, the eyeliner, she suddenly has like a gap in her teeth. Uh, her hair, I do you think Britney Spears is ever going to go back to normal? Honestly, like, what do you think was, well, what do you think is going to happen to her? Because it is crazy to freaking watch. I tried to scroll back in her Instagram. I went back forever. I, I wanted to see if I could pinpoint when this change in her happened. So I went back years, like when she still had the residency at Vegas. And you guys, 
she was even kind of wonky back then. Like she posted these weird videos and like her walking in and off on and off camera trying on outfits. If you go back, I, I can't even pinpoint when this all happened. Now, a huge Britney Spears fan would probably know the timeline of when, you know, her dad, I think, got conservatorship over her and when this all started. But I could not find it. I could not find normal Britney on her Instagram at all. And I went back far. I'm a master creep. Couldn't find it. Last week, I told you about the most annoying thing that was happening in my household, and it was Brett singing um, a remix to Manic Monday. Just uh, He was singing six – actually, I don't, I'm not even going to sing it for you because on Saturday night, um, we had a little 4th of July celebration over here. My brother and his wife came over, and my brother – or me and my sister-in-law were laying in the hallway upstairs trying to play with Chuck, and Brett came in and started singing it, and my sister-in-law was like, hand me your phone, hand me your phone, and we got – this lovely recording. You're welcome. That's my just one. I don't have to wonder. It's just another man ain't my Sunday. Six o'clock already. Jerk was just in the room. I squeezed love. Please stop. Why? Because it's terrible. Yeah, but it's just in the mask with another drink. What does that mean? Like when you're in a dream, or you're not in a dream, you kind of halfway in between. A dream and a dream. That's called my squid of a dream. <laughs> Anyone hear the song again? Six o'clock already, Chip was just in the mask with love, a dream. So it was like half in between a dream and not in a dream. And he was kissing Valentino, but he seen the mighty diddly Dean. Yeah, I get it. It makes sense, doesn't it? It does. Really? You're 100% right. Thank you. Just another manic Monday. Already, Chip was just in the my squid love dream. Oh wow, the falsetto on that one. Perfect. Sucker. I never even thought to ask him what my squiddle was. Thank goodness for my sister-in-law who chimed in and, and asked him what my squiddle was. And there is the Webster definition of my squiddle, brought to you by Brett. He's going to die when he realizes I have that recording and that it is now on the podcast for everyone to hear because I do know some people from his work have, have been listening to this podcast. He said, or he said someone from work listened. And um, he has a group of friends in England that all they do is take the piss out of each other, a.k.a. bust each other's balls for every American that's listening to this. And Brett is the is the gets the brunt of it every week. He is constantly getting roasted. Um, for everything that I talk about, um, he acts like he doesn't like it to his friends. He's like, man, she just takes the piss out of me all the time. But really, he loves it when I talk about him. He thinks it's funny. He's, I bet you when he was a little kid, he loved looking at himself in the mirror. I guarantee it. Because he still does. Every time he walks by the mirror, he like flexes and like takes a real good look at himself. I'm like, I have never seen anything like that in my life. Someone said that they wanted to hear more Brett stories. Um, I got plenty for ya. 
but you know they've got to come naturally and I'm actually thinking about having Brett on the podcast real soon because update I mean my head's still in a box right now but I did get some poster board from Target I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it down I'm gonna get it all set up so that I'm not talking into a box anymore which will make it easier for me to have a guest but I also need to get another microphone so um, Brett is probably coming in the next couple weeks I'm gonna talk him into doing an episode with me I gotta think of some fun games that we can play I already know that I want to do the thing where I say a word and he says a word because we argue about pronunciation of words all the time Adidas was a big one because he says Adidas and he um uh, we'll, we'll get into it whenever I have him on the podcast Have you guys seen on Instagram the, like, do you have a dog or a cat that should be a model? DM us. This has been going on for a while, and it was probably four months ago when a bunch of people, like, sent me that in my DMs and said, oh, you should reach out to them about Chuck. So I did. I reached out to them, and I was like, I have, oh, excuse me, I have a cat that should be a model. So they were like, send us a picture. And so I sent them a picture and they were like, we'd love for you to be an ambassador. So basically your animal gets a bandana and you get a headband. So you guys are matching and can take these cute pictures. So they were like, we want you to be an ambassador for us. Um, Here's what we do. We send you a discount code. You place an order on our website for like what was seemingly supposed to be super cheap. And then once you get your materials, you send us a picture of you and your animal and we'll post you on the Instagram and like we'll send you, we'll give you all these other great deals. So I'm DMing back and forth with this person and they get me all set up and then they give me the code and they're like, yeah, and then other people can use your code to get, you know, a discount. So I actually thought it was really cute. So I get online and I'm like, okay, they probably gave me like a dope discount code. Um, so I get on and I pick the pattern that I want. No, I still had to pay like $30 plus shipping, but I was like, oh, I really want to do it. I really want me and Chuck to be matching. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking because Chuck's never going to put a bandana on. But then I get this. I had to pay for shipping and everything. I get this order in the mail. It is the cheapest quality. Like, I I don't know how to sew. I could have gone to Joanne's and made this shit myself. Um, Chuck was never going to wear this. It, it wouldn't. It's too big for him. I am never going to wear it. It is legit so ugly. So I messaged them a bunch of times after I placed the order and after I got the delivery. They fucking ghosted me. Never heard from them again. They've seen my messages. That was it. It's one big fat scam. I'm pretty sure everyone that reaches out to them gets a discount code and then they buy it thinking that they're going to be like a brand. Like, you know, I don't fucking know. And I'm not an influencer, so I don't know how this shit works. Like, I'm not out here being like, you should take the flat, flat tummy tea or sugar bear hair vitamins. Like, I'm not fucking doing all that. So I don't know. I got got. All right. So I'm just saying that I know a lot of animal people listen to this podcast. If you ever see that ad and or it gets sent to you and you message them and you think you and your dog are going to have these cute collars and matching headbands, they are the worst quality ever. They still cost $30 plus shipping and those people are never going to reach out to you again. So don't fall for it. If you see it, run because it's a big fat fucking scam. Um, today when I was trying to think about what podcast or what, um, playlist I'm going to make for this episode, I was like, Hmm, I'm not really sure. But then it dawned on me today when I was listening to satellite radio, which we still have free for a couple more days. I liked the old school station and they went from Tony, Tony, Tony to trick daddy. That's the mood of my life. Tony, Tony, Tony to trick daddy. Put that on a bumper sticker. Um, and then they went to en vogue and I was thinking about, my very first playlist, my very first mix. This this CD was like my prized possession. It was, I, I, I only think it's like 20 songs, maybe 25, but it is some of the best, old school. 
Um, it's going to be, you know, blast from the past. You're going to love it. I know that I have the CD. Fuck, how am I going to play it? I think I actually found the CD years ago, played it, wrote down what songs were on it so that I could replicate it. So you're going to look for my first mix. That's what the, the, the playlist is going to be called on Apple Music, also on Spotify. You can find me at Megan Rage. So this week, my first mix, going to give you those skating rink vibes. It's going to really take you back to the 90s, early 2000s. It's not going to be a long one. It's going to be one of the shorter playlists, but I hope that you enjoy it. Again, you can find me on Apple Music and Spotify at Megan Rage every week. When I drop this podcast, it also comes with a playlist curated by me because I love music and I wish that I could play music during this podcast, but obviously don't have the rights to none of that, so I can't. Oh, check's that. Hi, sweet. I'm still going to get new stickers with the new logo. I'm waiting for holographic stickers to go on sale. Bitches love a sale. But I still have the What the Chuck stickers. Um, I have, let's see. I've already gone through one like sleeve of them. I have one more sleeve left, so... It's easy to get one on Apple Music. Go give me five stars. Leave me a really nice review. Follow What The Chuck Podcast on Instagram. And then DM me with your name and your address. And I will send you a What The Chuck sticker. So you can put it on your laptop, on your water bottle. um, Stick it on a bathroom of your most favorite bar. Do what you want with it. Um, But yeah, that's, that's how you get one. And of course, as usual, I love you guys for sharing this podcast, reposting it. If if you reposted enough and one friend, someone that, someone that I don't know was like, what the fuck is this podcast that they post every week? Eventually, they're finally going to check it out. And then hopefully they love it. And then hopefully they friend, tell a friend. And that's how this shit is going to grow. All right. Have a good rest of the week, everyone. Except for that fucking guy, Shorty, on Twitter. Fuck you. Bye-bye. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at Podcast.